Hey, good evening, everybody. Good evening. Wow. You sounded excited a minute ago. <laughs> it's good to see you guys. Used to seeing you in the morning. So it's good to see you this evening as we uh, celebrate the birth of Jesus together. So I'm going to start by um, having a trivia quiz for you, a little little trivia question. I'm going to give you the question. I'm going to give you some hints to the answer and then see if you can come up with the answer. The trivia question is about me, okay? And the question is, who do you think is one of my all-time favorite rock and rollers? All right, so here's some of the, here's some of the um, hints. So I was born and raised in New Jersey. My formative years, hold, hold on. It's not like there's a prize. <laughs> uh, it, so my formative years were the 1970s. The town I grew up in is right next door to Asbury Park. And, and honestly, there are times in my life where I just feel like, I don't know, I was born to run. <laughs> Who do you think? Bruce, yes. Springsteen. I mean, this is one of the, oh, people are clapping. This is one of those rare artists who has been relevant for over four decades. He has sold somewhere in the neighborhood of 150 million albums worldwide. He did a stint on Broadway that was sold out. He's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But the thing that Springsteen is best known for are his live concerts. In stadiums and arenas and smaller venues, Springsteen concerts are epic. He takes an audience on a roller coaster ride of music and emotion. And at the end of what is often over three and a half to four hours of concert, everybody is exhausted and exhilarated. It is amazing. I bring Springsteen up because um, I heard an interview that he did. Um, I don't know when he did the interview, but I heard it online uh, several weeks ago. And I was just captivated by something that he said. He was, they were asking a question, he started to answer, and then he threw in this line. It was, it was kind of a throwaway for him and then went on uh, with his answer. And This is what he said. He said, an audience wants to be surprised and feel at home. An audience wants to be surprised and feel at home. And I thought, this is why this guy is so incredibly gifted and why people are attracted to him. He gets the human psyche at a deep level. When you think about Christmas, Christmas is about being surprised and feeling at home. I mean, our celebrations of Christmas are all about that. So the whole gift-giving thing is about surprises, right? So we go out and we buy a gift for someone that we care about, and uh, we're hoping that they like it, and we want to surprise them. So we put it in a bag or in a box, and we wrap it up with pretty paper and bows and ribbons and so forth, and then we watch on Christmas morning as they open it up, and we want to see the surprise look on their face. Here at Hope, um, one of the things that we do occasionally when we have a greeting time is we'll say to the congregation, hey, during this time, we want you to meet some folks and share uh, the answer to this question. We give some uh, little question. 
So a few weeks ago we did it, and the question was, what is one of the best Christmas gifts you ever gave? Not got, but gave. And, you know, I knew the question was coming, and I still didn't have an answer. I, I couldn't think of what was what, some great gift that I gave. I couldn't think of it. I, like, I give lame gifts. I don't know. So over the, sometime the next week, it occurred to me, oh, I remember. It was 2002. And uh, that Christmas, leading into 2003, I knew in 2003 that my wife and I were going to be celebrating our 20th wedding anniversary. And so, and some of you are doing the math now, like, how long has this guy been married? Um, I don't know. So it was, <laughs> but I know then, in, two, in 2003, it was going to be 20 years. So we, um, we wanted to do something special, and, and, but we didn't know what. I started thinking, you know, one of the things that we've talked about our whole married life is, wouldn't it be great to be able to go to an island in the Caribbean wouldn't that be cool? Someday, wouldn't that be great? And so I thought, this would be a great surprise. So I went to the travel agent and talked to the travel agent, and it turned out that we could afford uh, to go to the Dominican Republic for four days, a place called Punta Cana, to an all-inclusive. And I, that's great. I called my parents, and they said, sure, you know, whatever the date was, and I think it was in February, we're available. We can come uh, stay with the kids. I made arrangements for uh, Marilyn's work here at the church, and uh, the travel agent had given me this booklet. You know those booklets that they give, and it's the glossy pictures and so forth about this uh, Punta Cana, and so I put that into a box and wrapped it up and, uh, and then gave it to Marilyn on that Christmas morning. And I remember when she opened it up and she pulls out this brochure and she's confused, like, what is this? And so I'm explaining to her, just like I'm explaining to you, and as it, the realization came to her about what had happened, she began to laugh and cry at the same time. It was great. It was that kind of surprise. You know, that's what we love about Christmas. Kids are the best. That's why it's so much fun to do Christmas with children, because they're surprised all December. Everything about it is just wonderful to a kid. The music and the lights and the singing. Here at Hope, at uh, the uh, weekend right after Thanksgiving, we have the Christmas tree lighting on our property. And so we have the band outside, as you guys know, who are uh, regular here. And we have you know stuff uh, in the parking lot going on. And then the big thing is Santa Claus is going to arrive. And all the kids know it. I mean, you know, they know Santa's coming. But it's just amazing when the fire truck comes down Cooper Road and the sirens are going and the lights are going and they come and they pull into our parking lot and Santa's sitting on top, you know, and you just watch the kids watching and inevitably one kid just goes, It's Santa! And then all the kids just go nuts like we can't believe it. They knew he was coming. Surprise. And Christmas is about feeling at home. It's about feeling at home. The whole idea, you know, we talk about Christmas and um, that sense of at home. Many of our favorite Christmas songs talk about this idea of home, right? Oh, there's no place like home for the holidays. You know the song? Yeah. Right. 
Not my version, probably. <laughs> I'll be home for Christmas. Right? It's these idea, this idea of, of going home. They've been talking on the news uh, all week long that this is going to be perhaps the biggest travel time uh, on record. Something like 115 million Americans are going to be on the roads and in the airports. Aren't you glad you're here tonight? <laughs> and I suspect that many of them are traveling home. Home represents that place where we feel the most comfortable, that place where we feel the most accepted and the most loved. And if that's not true of the home that you uh, grew up in, then many people create a sense of home with friends and people that they choose to bring into their lives because we all have that longing for home. This idea of being surprised, the wonder and a feeling of home is deeply rooted in the human psyche because I believe that God hardwired that into us. The first Christmas story is a story filled with wonder and surprise and it's all about home. When you read the story, right, there's just surprise after surprise after surprise. Mary is surprised by an angel. Joseph is surprised by an angel. The shepherds are surprised by angels. The wise men are surprised as they study astronomy and as they study the Hebrew scriptures that the Messiah, the promised Messiah, is going to be born right now. And they're surprised as they go to seek him that they find themselves being led by a star. It's all surprising. Jesus said, unless you come to me with the faith of a child, you cannot enter the kingdom of God. And I think at least part of what he was saying there is if you have lost a sense of wonder, if you have lost the ability to be surprised, you're going to miss the kingdom of God. If you can't accept and believe that God is going to intervene in ways that are utterly surprising, unexpected, you're going to miss the kingdom of God. And of course, the whole idea of Jesus coming was to throw open the gates of heaven so that all are welcomed in. That's what the angels said. We bring you good news of great joy, that is, for all the people. All are welcomed in to God's heaven. So, Paul talks about this in a letter that he wrote to a church in a city called Ephesus. And I want to read just a portion of what he wrote. It's in the second chapter. The words are on the screen. This is what he wrote. You are no longer wandering in exiles. This kingdom of faith is now your home country. You're no longer strangers or outsiders. You belong here. God is building a what? A home. God is building a home. 
all are welcomed in. Jesus said, in my Father's house are many rooms, and I'm going to prepare a place for you so that where I am, you might be with me. He called God's kingdom a house with rooms. It's a home. It's that place where you feel fully accepted, where you belong, where you are known, and where you are loved deeply. Christmas is about wonder and about home. And so for those of us who have faith in Jesus, this annual celebration of Christmas Eve is a time for us to be reminded of the wonder of it all, to be surprised again by God's amazing grace, this free gift that is given to us, not because we've deserved it or earned it. He simply offers it for free. And if you're here this evening and this story isn't your story yet, if you haven't come to a place where you have said yes to Jesus, yes to this gift, yes to the wonder and the invitation home, this may be the perfect evening for you to pray that simple prayer. Because that's part of the surprise, friends, that all it takes is a simple yes. Yes, Jesus. Yes, I believe. Yes, I accept. Yes, I want to follow you. And so I want to take a few moments just before we move into the lighting of the candle, just a time of personal reflection and prayer. A time for you to do a little business with God. Maybe a time for you to say yes. Let's pray. And so, Lord, as we come once again to stand in the wonder of it all, surprised by the story, surprised by your love for your creation, surprised that you would come to be among us, to make a way for us to your Father's house, home we give you thanks we give you our praise we give you our honor in your name Jesus we pray amen